Yes, Hoppatootie, bless my soul. This is Will, this is the Sci-Fi Guy podcast, and we are giving tribute to Meatloaf, one of the most powerful and unique voices that rock and roll has left us. What are your memories of that one in a million powerhouse rocker Meatloaf? What do you think of when someone mentions him? Or when you see one of his videos or, you know, hear, hear his song on your Sirius or your, uh, your Google Music. What do you think of? What comes to mind? I think of Bad Out of Hell, of course, right? But then I mainly think of Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think of Eddie and Hoppatootie, his show-stopping number in the classic and the classic and cult, cult classic motion picture. I have um, a personal memory and, and connection uh, with Rocky Hara and Meatloaf. Good buddy of mine, childhood buddy, Robert Berlin in good old Bayo, New Jersey. And I would sleep over a lot, you know, once a, every weekend, pretty much, uh, when we were hanging out in Washington School, grammar school. And I would, uh, you know, be sleeping, and Robert would crank up Rocky Horror Picture Show and wake me up. So I would, we would wake up. I guess he would play Rocky Horror, you know, in order, Rocky Horror Picture Show, the opener. And then, of course, uh, Meatloaf with Hoppatootie. I'd never seen the movie. I was all of nine or ten years old. And then, you know, so I was, subsequently, of course, I saw it. But I remember thinking, wow, what a great album. You know, what a great, great, like, pop, you know, rock, pop, jazz. I mean, it's really got all styles. Mainly maybe rock, pop, certainly a lot of jazz. And, of course, Meatloaf's number, Hoppatootie, is very rocky, rocky jazz, rock, rock jazz, rock fusion jazz. So despite Meatloaf being in only one major scene, of course, right, it was so memorable. It's, it's a showstopper. It's so powerful. You know, I'd submit, I'd really, you know, offer up that he was one of the reasons the movie became such an outrageous and memorable cult classic. I mean, that scene... Not only with his singing and acting, but of course, not to spoil it, what Frankenfurter, good old Tim Curry, what he does to him. And then the next scene, you know, I know there's some out there who haven't probably seen it. So I, I never like to spoil. But um, needless to say, it's an incredible moment, an incredible performance by an incredible performer. So what, what about his life? A little about his life. What, right from his official bio and wiki, the Dallas-born singer was born Marvin Lee a day but also known as Michael. I think he changed it legally, Like I think in the 80s or so. He changed it to Michael. He was born Marvin Lee a day, and also known as Michael. Got his nickname when his dad said he looked as red as meat at birth. And then a high school coach later on, a high school football coach, added the loaf, so meat loaf. Sadly, his father was an alcoholic who would go on drinking binges for days at a time. 
Again, this is coming from the, the official wiki, which started when he was medically discharged from the army. Um, he was he was hit with shrapnel, the dad, from the mor- from a mortar, and I guess he started to, to drink. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Meatloaf would accompany his mom in driving around all the bars in Dallas to look for his father, and offers and often stayed with his grandmother. Uh, the star was best known for his Bad Out of Hell trilogy, which sold millions of albums worldwide. Now, I remember, I think he was on either Howard Stern or one of the big shows, and he said how, and I think they did a bio, I think a, um, a television, a telebiopic, you know, a television movie of his life. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, he said about the father chasing him around the kitchen with a knife, and he got very abusive, and I think that's when he left home. So the father either threatened him with a knife or, you know, tried to stab him, and Meatloaf said, Sayonara and hit the road. Of course, he released a string of a lot of albums in the 70s and 80s, and uh, of course, but most notable for Bad Out of Hell and for Rocky, Rocky Hara. So all the tributes are coming in. Um, here's one from Adam Lambert, who I guess he, he, he starred as Meatloaf, as um, r- rather Eddie Meatloaf's role in the remake. I think the NBC was a live stage version. And Adam uh, tweeted, a gentle-hearted powerhouse rocker forever and ever. You were so kind. Your music will always be iconic. I'm sure you're singing concerts in the great beyond. Rest in peace, sir. And I guess I think uh, maybe Meatloaf was a consultant or they, they became friends when Adam did the uh, the role on the NBC movie. Cher did a duet with him in the 80s on a track called Dead Ringer for Love. She recalled having had so much fun with the singer on the track, and she attributed him as in a tweet. In the 90s, his hit, I'd Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That, was the UK's best-selling single of 1993 and earned him a Grammy Award. Uh, and on screen, of course, he played Eddie in the 75 musical film version of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was the bouncer Tiny in Wayne's World in 92, and he appeared opposite Brad Pitt as the bodybuilder Robert Paulson in 1999's Fight Club. This is really interesting. In a 2010 interview with the BBC, he spoke about his distinctive and dramatic vocal style, which ranged over three octaves. Quote, I had an offer to study opera and make a lot of money, but it wasn't for me. I'm too rebellious, too crazy. I made the right choices. I have no regrets. It might have saved some... It might have saved some of my voice, you know. Doing 200 rock shows a year will take it out of you. So he was a, he was a powerhouse and a workhorse. And finally, this is from Stephen Fry, the great uh, British comedian. He says, I hope Paradise is as you remember it from the dashboard light. Meatloaf had a fun time performing a sketch with him on Saturday Night Live way back in the last century. So that was uh, Stephen Fry and, and Meatloaf had done a, a skit together. Oh, and then he goes on to say he had the quality of being simultaneously frightening and cuddly, which is rare and, and rather wonderful. And I would agree. This was a big guy, so, you know, looked kind of big and gruff. But when you heard him on interviews and in performances, he was kind of a teddy bear. So that is one of the great voices, one of the great personalities and performers in showbiz and um he's passed i want to thank you guys for listening as usual you can be a subscriber you can sign up for free or you could be one of the paid people and you can get some of the exclusives that only the paid people get thanks again live long and prosper and we'll see you again soon